0: The following program is produced by the Tech Talk Radio Network.
1: Hey, Bill Nye, the science guy here. Whenever I am listening to the radio, especially Tech Talk Radio, it's just such a party.
0: Welcome to another episode of Tech Talk Radio. I'm Andy Taylor. I'm Sean DeWeird. I'm Broadway. I'm Amanda. Justin is out today. He's on assignment. I, I don't know what that means, but he's handling assignment. And so I will say to all of you... Happy Fourth of July! Thanks for being here. Uh, PBS tonight is going to be doing uh, their big to do uh, again. It's a virtual... I don't know. You know, somebody said this the other day on the radio, and I kind of thought, you know, maybe we are going through this. They're doing one of those virtual shows, so the celebrities they'll perform from their homes, that kind of thing. They'll be broadcasting that, which I know Sean has a lot of experience with that. And then they'll they'll do fireworks display, and they'll they'll tape. But some some people are talking about now, kind of. Um, uh, it's almost like people are getting tired of the whole "you're performing from home again" and putting it together in a virtual concert. Some great events, the One World One raised a lot of money. There's been some other ones, but uh, do you think people are getting kind of like, oh, okay, uh, is it kind of now wearing out that 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 great feature of
2: it? Yeah, I-, I think because we're like on we're online all day for work and we're in video conferences all day off and on. I don't know, I don't know about you guys, but that's kind of where I'm at. And by the time the end of the day comes, I don't want to be on the computer anymore for a while. So I don't know how you guys feel.
3: I agree with Amanda. It's like I do Zoom stuff at work every day. And we just had to restructure part of our organization to handle all of the Zoom stuff that's going to be happening for the rest of the summer and when students come back in August. So the last thing I want to be is doing more Zoom
0: calls. Now, are you still like are you still on kind of a, a holding pattern with that? Because. Of the differences, like in Arizona, obviously, you know, our our case numbers in Texas, we know the case numbers have gone up quite a bit where some are saying, wait a minute, we need to pull back states like New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, are are now the reverse of what we were originally here in Arizona. And now they're saying, listen, if you're coming from Arizona, 14 day quarantine. I mean, are they still looking at the school and you're kind of in flux where you might not be starting? We're, you know, the last major release from the
3: president's office is august 10th and they're building a plan around august 10th mm-hmm. so yeah until it, it, yeah. we know more I, I won't know anymore until the president's office says this is our plan but you know notre dame was the first university to put out a release saying we're coming back then university of michigan and a couple other schools said put out their releases but like i said it this is a day-to-day thing where we're now seeing the resurgence in Florida and Texas and Arizona and Notre Dame has students from all over the world. So who knows what's going to happen?
0: Amanda, as somebody that works in in education, uh, this has been tough on a lot of teachers. I know you get a lot of, a lot of teachers in the classroom setting where they're like, okay, how are we going to adjust for this? And there's a lot more parents now that are saying, we're going to just go ahead and homeschool and keep our kids home. Is that something that's concerning a lot of l- educators?
2: I think so because we're kind of up in the air right now. Right. Because just like, you know, like what Sean said, we're, we don't really know we we're supposed to go back um, in like late July, early August, August with the students first week of August. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's just kind of up in the air right now. So we're kind of in a holding pattern to see what happens with the california department of education and what their guidelines do, if they change at all um we're just kind of waiting and seeing so like i i know myself as well as multiple people are spending our entire summer <laughs> educating ourselves so, like i was telling you guys before i was in you know canada today virtually and i was in scotland yesterday so Just trying to, like, learn the new tools and tricks of the trade and what's going to work best for our students and what's going to be best for everybody inclusively while they're at home or at school and kind of how that's going to look. Because it is – it's so – there's so many questions. I'm sure my husband's so tired of getting questions from me (laughs) or, (laughs) like, me talking about it. But he's just – you know, he understands because he's in the tech sector too. So it's like – you know, how are we going to do this? What is it going to look like? And, and if we do, when we do go back, I should say, um, what is that going to look like? And how are we going to keep the little kids and the big kids and the, you know, sports and the, it's just mostly like social, emotional learning right now is kind of where we're going towards that way. But also thinking about, okay, what are we going to need when we get back? I kind of, I'm kind of wondering, blended?
0: have more students now been taking classes and learning even during the summer, even now, because they're used to that doing that at home maybe not you know spending all their time on twitch or some of the other social media platforms actually maybe learning some stuff
2: funny that you mentioned twitch because They, um, I've been learning professional development on Twitch. I'm, I'm part of a Minecraft community for educators and I kind of gotten in with this small group of educators and we're using Twitch to educate ourselves to play Minecraft, EDU and like core live and Fortnite creative and stuff like that to help teach other educators and kids.
0: I've been hearing a lot about how Minecraft is being used in education. That is kind of bizarre because I always knew Minecraft is a blotchy kind of game to play and i never really understood it until my nephew came over and you know he's just a kid and i gave him access to the xbox and he was going crazy with minecraft he was just having a blast with it um how how can this actually help kids learn
2: so the way that we use it for within, within the Microsoft platform, it's a Edu version of it. So it's not the Java or the Bedrock like you would play on the actual Xbox or your computer. Um, there are some integrated features that are coming down the line. So hopefully, crossing my fingers that they'll get there. But we can actually use um, Microsoft Make Code or um, the, Mi- the Minecraft community in order to the students can actually build their own character, their own video games, their own like world and then go and play in it but we also have packs that you can download that already have lessons in them so like right now we're looking at social emotional learning for students and there's a um a really cool thing in the minecraft community it's a lesson that was developed um by some friends of mine actually and it's called the the mindful night and what they the students can do is you can download the pack you can assign them the pack as the teacher that's their lesson and then they can go in and play this game. And they're learning features of Minecraft how to play while they are in the game and learning how to do different, like. Things that you do in Minecraft. So, but there's all kinds of lessons in the educator community that teachers have developed, and educators and global Minecraft um, educators have developed, and it's it's pretty cool. Like I am learning a lot this summer. Maybe
0: so. I could actually learn something. I
1: I just wanted to commend you for what you do. My daughter is a teacher, and my my youngest daughter is a teacher. She's now going for her master's. So she decided during the COVID thing. Hey. I'll just go ahead and do this. They offered it. She's a young uh, math teacher for fifth grade math. Um, But definitely the integration, the technology that she's been calling us a lot, like, hey, dad, like, what does this mean? What are you serious? We're really, you know, because she really wasn't that savvy with technology. I mean, even though the whole family had it around them the whole lives and they played games and stuff, she's more of the social butterfly that just enjoyed the Sims or like the little things, buildable objects, self-contained Environments that the kids, the older kids, like uh, for Urban, his age group, the high schoolers are programming these big, large maps, and then they're giving them to the younger kids for the younger kids to go in and explore and try to find Easter eggs and other types of little things that the older kids have left in place, all by using building blocks, and they're all sort of kind of trickling down this educational through a game that is literally the ugliest that thing is. i've ever seen
3: but it's <laughs> awesome
2: yeah. they're it doing awesome. so many different cool things they have build challenges for kids right. like i know a couple months right. ago it was like build your own ice hockey arena and then they had like a covid challenge and a science challenge and it's just there's it's just so many things you can do with it
0: i i've not played a game in so long like the <laughs> color duties i've been wanting to play i've been wanting to play just fun game. i just can't yeah get the time to set aside to play but i'm really look i really want to play star wars squadrons
2: uh (laughs) wait 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 wait. hold
0: on back up what did you say
1: you're a boomer i'm a gen (laughs) x don't try
0: you know my my mom used to play uh and it was funny because uh when she passed away back in 2014 uh i had gone to the house and of course i i took the computer and to make sure it wasn't there with all the information, because nobody was at the house for a couple of weeks, uh, and, and you know, I brought it home. And the one game that she had played, and the one thing she had logged in the most to play was poker, like the the slots and poker. And that's, I think, that's what maybe the older generation does play because it's, I mean, you know, it's just an extension. You can't go to the casino, so you play, you play at home. My dad hundreds. plays
1: a lot of free sale.
3: Right.
0: Free cell, yeah. really? Now, yes. I, what is free cell? I'm trying to remember.
1: I don't even remember how to play. it. Solitaire but it's... type cards laid out. You have a, you have them all laid out. It's a it's a type of solitaire type of game, but they're all laid out, and you have to work yourself up by using whatever cards are available to build the matching number down. Do
0: they still include us. that? No, that was included with Windows, but. I don't Do they still even include Microsoft
1: that? Microsoft Solitaire Pack. You have to get it. Yeah. No, they took that out. You, so you
2: have to have download to it, I think, yeah. from the game. Right? Ah. But, but it
0: is a free download.
1: I, st- I think it is. Yeah. I
0: think it is. Amanda got herself some new headphones. So we got to definitely talk about these. Uh, and <laughs> it seems like there's a consensus that everybody likes these.
2: I did. Uh, what did you end up getting? A friend mine uh mr andy taylor himself i actually i already had researched them online but i just wanted to make sure i was correct because my husband was like no you need this series but anyway i got the steel series uh the arctic 7 and um i really i really am Mm -hmm. liking them i've never really worn a gamer style or Mm podcasty style headset before so it's a little weird for my head i cannot wear bobby pins anymore i just figured this out but um yeah, they I I I really like them. They're very comfortable to wear. Um they don't feel like clunky or, you know, it's it's kind of cool. I feel like an air traffic controller though with this little uh
1: You don't you have know, to have, have it out thing. though, right?
2: It, yeah, no, I don't I don't know. You know it, yeah, yeah it, it,
3: it, ret- it, it retracts. So you can yeah. slide yeah. Your back it and...
1: in. You can retract it and you can still be heard and you and you can set the gain to the right mouse. So I don't i leave mine in. I don't oh. like mine out. Oh. You
2: don't
0: know, over the okay. and-
2: and then maybe the next time I'll leave it in. I don't know. <laughs> you know, in the
0: past, I've actually told people, I said, don't get wireless, get get wired. But I yeah. think the technology has gotten a lot better when it comes to the wireless because, Sean, you're using wireless as well, right?
3: Yeah. So you're right. The wireless did suck previously, right? But it's because they finally found where it fits in and the Correct. frequencies that they can get into. So it's avoiding router, uh, the same frequencies wow. your routers are on in the 2.4 gig right? So the frequency hopping and that kind of technology has improved. I love these wireless. If I'm on my computer watching Netflix or something and I get up to go use the bathroom, go get a refill, go upstairs, whatever, I can still hear it all the way upstairs. The, the feature that I like the most out of this is that it's got the two channel inputs. Mm-hmm. So it's got a game and a chat so when, it, when I plug it in, it recognizes there's two channels of audio there. So I can roll it up, can't hear you, yep. put it in the middle, now I hear a split left and right, well, not left and right, but I hear channel one, channel two. So if, if I'm in Discord and I'm playing a game and my friends right. are talking and I can't really hear them, well, I can take out some of the game volume and put in more chat volume.
0: Oh, wow, that's pretty cool.
2: Yeah, it's pretty yeah. cool. It has some really cool features on it. And I haven't played with all of them yet either. And But they they were one of the best reviews that I saw too. And, and I had to decide between the black or the white because they didn't have purple. Cause I need the unicorn colors, <laughs> but um, I'm going to mod them. I'm going to actually put, I, I got some like 3D print stuff that I'm going to, so maybe I'll come back and show you guys next time uh, what I did to mod them. But
0: <laughs> Which ones now, which ones are you using, John?
2: The
1: Arctic 7s for the main gaming and streaming, the wireless device works great. But the one thing about it though, it does, it does use its own dongle that has to be connected to your PC or your right. streaming device. Yeah. And they won't work with the PS4 or the Xbox that way. The Xbox the PS4, you do have to plug them in. So it
3: does work on the PS4. You can plug now. the USB dongle in the PS4. Yes.
1: Yeah. Now with now, the last update.
3: Yeah. You have to use on the Xbox, you take the, the cable that comes included. It's a right. proprietary plug on the headphone side, but it's the you know, it's the tip ring, sleeve sleeve, or however you say it, it's the the three prong headphone jack that goes into the controller, and then you get game sounds and everything through the controller into your headphones. So oh, you're course. still technically wireless because you're wireless through the through the controller, but you're tethered to the controller on the Xbox. But
1: I but I did is find that
2: what that other cord is for.
1: Yes, yeah. but <laughs> I did find if you just plug directly into the controller the same way instead of using the yeah. USB on the PS Four, it it sounds clearer because you can't you, it, you don't get the advantages of the software controls that help that dongle with the PS Four when it's plugged into it. So that's why I totally quit using it, and I, I just use that proprietary cable on my console games no, and I, on my phone.
3: Yeah, either way it works, but I just. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, that's, right. That was a big, that was a huge selling point for me because trying to find a USB headset that goes across Xbox, PS4, yeah. and PC, this was really the only one that was out, was out there.
0: Now, Amanda, were you able to order these or did you find them in retail?
2: I actually got them at. Um, one of those big box stores. The blue ones, that somebody might work at. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. In my household. <laughs>
0: For a long time, you couldn't find Steel Series. Uh, and yeah. you know, uh, Bruce, the original CEO of the company was was always nice to us, and he'd come on our show a couple of times. and it was cool when we started to see their keyboards, their their mice, their gaming products yes. are great. and then their their headphones we've heard good things about. So when I saw you post that question on Twitter, I was like, nah, Steel Series. I have Logitech, yeah. I have Razer, but honestly, I think the Steel Series also uh, were, were some of the best.
2: No, you're going to be able to use it, like you said, on all your different platforms. You're going to be able to use it on your PC. I can use it if I'm get, delivering a PD in education virtually or whatnot. So why not? You know, why not go big or go home?
3: I upgraded from a, a Razer a Razor Kraken headset, mm-hmm. which had the traditional two plug, one for your headphone, one for your microphone. Um, and I have a Logitech USB dongle that I really like for that. So,
0: and what's nice about it is with the wireless features. Now you can use your smartphone so you can, you you know, you couldn't do it before because you didn't have the right cable or now you don't have to do that.
1: I just love those Siberia's I've had, I've had all of them for the past, except for this right here is the only other brand I've used besides the Siberia since they've been coming out with the harness. So they do, they, it's a, it's a sling setup so it allows it to not sit like even most of the headsets have that padding area not only do you have mm-hmm. the pad you also have a sling that helps keep that balance i mean you just you just don't feel them that much they, they're really yeah and they're not they're not light i mean they're not super light either but they cover the ears give good sound quality all the way through the range and the the, the stirrup or the harness headpiece man you can wear them all day without getting that sore head spot all right. Take a look yeah. at,
0: uh, take a look on the web. If you're you're listening, and you're thinking, yeah, I might want to get myself some new headphones. Take a look at SteelSeries.com. I heard this this week and I thought, oh, this is cool. Anybody out there that has ever had a, a file that you accidentally deleted? We've done that, right? You go, oh, mm-hmm. I needed that version of a file or, you know, I, I deleted it and then maybe a little more time has passed and that drive's been formatted and you want to get it. Now, the only way you could get it before is by using software from companies like Ontrack, which is is great. From Kroll Ontrack, I've used their software before. There's one from a company in Australia called Get Data, which I love. I use that all the time, and I've done full data recoveries. I've had people who've brought me their drives that have said, you know, I can't get it, um, and you know, I've been able to recover formats that way. Well, Microsoft, this and it's become big news this week. Is made this available for you free to be able to do. You, you don't have to pay these ex- exorbitant amounts. Now, how good it works, you're gonna have to find out yourself. Now, the way to get it is you go to Microsoft.com uh, and then you go to apps. And when you're on apps, you wanna look for Windows file recovery. Now, it's not using the file uh, recovery that you do a backup, you know, and sudden, you know, suddenly go roll your system back. This can actually recover a file. And according to what I've heard that of a drive, say you've, you've had this file on this drive, you've de- removed the drive, you have reformatted it, you've in- reinstalled windows on top of it. It will still go in on that layer. If that, if that cluster hasn't been damaged and still be able to recover that file, that's pretty big, big stuff. And it's free, which is even better. So, if there's anybody listening that's ever said, Oh, I deleted a bunch of a folder of pictures, you know, they're gone forever, you know, you'd, you'd automatically delete your recycle bin. You can now get it back. If you're using Windows 10, you have a Windows account, which is free. You log in, you can download that app, Windows File Recovery. It's in the app section under Microsoft.com. Uh, and that I'm going to give it a try and see if I can recover anything. And if so, but I, I, I'm downloading it right now as you speak, but it also, it also begs the problem. If you ever want to delete a file and you don't want that to file to ever show up again, you're now going to have to file, find a file shredder that, uh, and there's companies that make those. That means that that, that data will be unrecoverable.
1: That's why you zero out your drives. Are you in the app store for that? Or did you just go straight to Microsoft? Go to Microsoft.com. It,
3: it had to open up in the store. Oh, the Okay. Store. okay. Yeah,
1: because he said apps, Microsoft.com apps, but it's the App Store. Okay, okay.
0: Yeah, and I, I mean, I could see this being used uh, for forensics. If somebody takes a drive and they donate it, or they, um, some, you know, your kid comes, you give them the drive. Uh, they can go back, and if this is the case, depending on how good it works. Now, the Get Data One is one of the best, and it can do that kind of stuff. Um, and it can recover PDF documents. Tax forms, uh all that kind of stuff. So you gotta be really careful with this availability being being uh now out there. You gotta yeah, think that's about kind that. Of
2: scary, right? I don't know. I'm thinking like right now a hammer and you know, just <laughs> destroy it. That's the way to get rid of everything. Well, Justin a couple know. of weeks ago
0: said what he would drill him. he would, uh, would say. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: yeah. I don't know. How do you get rid of a dry how do you do it, Sean?
3: I take the I take them apart. I've got <laughs> tons of I've got tons of platters laying around. I just I keep I like keep I like the magnets. They're some oh, of the strongest magnets themselves. you'll ever grab in your entire life.
0: Yeah. They I are I just
3: got hard drive magnets on my fridge upstairs holding up Christmas pictures.
0: There was a story this week that said that the average household has a hundred and ninety-nine dollars worth of old electronics and that's all it would be worth. And it's you know, when you think about it and you look at something, you go, Yeah, like I've got a, a D-link camera here that uh Hasn't worked because I can't find the software for it because the company that made the software went out of business, but it's still sitting there and I'm, I don't know why I'm holding on to it. I've got a, I've got a box of hard drives, uh, the same thing that, that are just sitting there. Cause always, I think, well, one day it might work. One day I might have the technology to make it work. Now,
3: if I get old drives, they, I immediately take them apart and rip, <laughs> rip the magnets out and then just scrap the rest. Uh, right away you I don't think even... i
2: have every laptop and every computer i've ever Ooh. owned and i ha- i just can't part with it like i just it's like the old sony vaio that's like 50 pounds you know oh, yeah. i used to lug it to college and yeah i can't get away. i can't give it away
3: <laughs> i just took on a big project uh, a buddy of mine had an uncle who had passed away and when they went to his house he had rooms of computers oh wow that nobody knew about right Really, and he has been. His wife finally said, "You got to get rid of some. Got to get out. Got to get him out of the house." So I literally just today went and picked up.
0: What'd you get? These counting.
3: Now I think nine towers.
0: And they're they're like know. with a board in it and everything. They've
3: got they've got boards, drives, processors. And he's got a big box of stuff he just dropped off too, and we're gonna we're gonna go through and inventory it and figure out what we've got. But there's a lot of, uh, Optiplexes, Dell Optiplexes, mm-hmm. Dell servers. Uh, but his uncle was a computer forensics guy, so he's got all these crazy rigs. He's got the du- like the double stacked server towers that have two motherboards in them, and they have. He's got a SCSI RAID board in there, so it's got like eight SCSI ports on it. He's got SCSI drives plugged into it. It's, it's all this crazy old stuff that it's kind of cool to just go through
1: it and see what it,
0: see well, what it is. Broadway so, the other the other day, you why you're-
1: that's why Michelle's mad at me. I have all that stuff.
0: Now and you have the software too, and you're trying to figure out what to do with it.
1: Yeah, I I mean, yeah, literally. I have stuff from nineteen ninety four.
0: Right. Wow.
1: And up from Microsoft, all C D keyed, all the original MSDN, MS the the Microsoft Developer Network officially launched, I think, in ninety seven. Right. But I noticed that or ninety five, somewhere in there. But I still had everything from ninety four, so all their software back to ninety four and forward up until two thousand and four, I think, is what I have. But the problem
2: Do is, we you... have like a like a technology museum where we could donate <laughs> that stuff because I've got some AOL online disks that I needed to get rid of.
0: Everybody has like those. a thousand
2: <laughs> hours free or whatever, you know. Like I don't know, those are like they give them away with all the computers my, back my then. Biggest,
1: but... My biggest problem about that was that when we lived in Livermore, California, I was able to pick up an old um, single unit rolling cart system,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? An old IBM punch card. Oh system. wow. The whole thing with the printer below, you mm-hmm. roll the card around, right? Um, mama makes me throw it in the dumpster. Oh, wow. Yeah. Five years later, that same set sold for $5,000. And oh, it went to a museum. Man.
0: How many people did that with the original yeah. Apple? You know, the original Apple computer. Oh, yeah. You know, they probably said, oh, I'm not going to use it anymore. And they got rid yeah. of it.
1: I mean, this thing was like an old tradition I mean, it was a, a real deal programming machine for on floors in big database or in big uh, old government server systems where they had the tapes, the reels. Apparently, it came from the the Livermore Lab, which is a military and you know it's governmental. But it had punch cards, it had the whole it had it had the little real things. It had all of this stuff all on a cart and she made me chunk it. And I got it at a garage sale for like fifty bucks because I just thought it was cool looking. You know, it's a computer system with a big printer yeah. thing and tapes and punch cards. I was like, dude. And big wow. of course a big floppy, a five and a half um, floppy. That was the newest piece on there.
0: Oh, I remember so those. Yeah. It,
1: was try- it looked like a system that was trying to, you know, that you would use to convert the tapes to the cards and the cards. Or both the tape and cards to floppy.
0: Something that was used in the movie War Games. <laughs>
2: I was <laughs> just like gonna say that. Shall we play a game? <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> Most homes have stuff uh, about one hundred ninety nine dollars worth of electronics, which bums a lot of people out because they say, well, is "Wait that a minute, the
1: scrap value or is that the actual just re- like just go and
0: sell that's, the products? That's what it would, if you were to get try and get rid of all your electronics, your older electronics. That's what it would probably be worth. And you know, I was thinking, like one of the oldest things I have next to. Uh, the Apple IIe, and I've got a, an old, um, I've got the old Mac. And I don't even remember what we called it. It's sitting in the garage. But I have a Diamond Rio, which is the very first MP3 player. And wow. when we started the show, and you think about it, I mean, the show's been around uh, since 1996. Um, that's when the Diamond Rio was big. MP3s were like, ooh, that's cool. Look at that. But I won't get rid of it. Uh, what What technology do you say, okay, like as a computer repair guy like i like to have a windows okay you're going to laugh at me i like to have a windows i like to have I'm a Win- already laughing. i like no, to have a windows much. 3.1 machine i want to yes. have a machine i want to have a windows 95 machine i want to have a windows yes. 7 and i want to have a linux and i want to have i want to have a mac but uh you know it's kind of kind of then you've got yeah. all those different macs so i kind of give hyper, up didn't you hyperbeam no no i didn't and i i probably should have I've played around with that before but I never really did that. Do you want me to
1: send you some images cuz I do have them. I have every you have, I have all every of, them? of them. I have I have a 311 Windows workgroups. I have a DOS 62. I have a 95. I have a 98. I have a uh
0: Do yeah, You have, have an ME? All... Oh man. Yeah. You... Oh,
1: I I even have a, cu- uh, a clear or a, cu- a cube. What was that called? Oh, I'll find it. I know the B. one you're
0: talking about. B. Yeah. yeah.
1: The B-box, the B uh, the next whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I have that image too.
0: Yeah, whatever happened to that kind of came out, and everybody was excited about, it, and then it just kind of went floated well, away. Well, you had
1: to watch the stop, uh, the, stop the Steve Jobs movie. Stop. Yeah, I'm sorry, oh, that's guys. right, BOS uh, is
0: what you had. Yeah,
1: BOS. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's what happened to it. You see,
0: that's my excuse. I've been, I've been like, I don't know, Sean. Are you going to run into any trouble? I mean, it's are eventually is your wife going to say to you, "Get rid of this stuff"? <laughs> Probably, but. <laughs> I mean, it's all just kind of—it's organized in the in the basement to a point where it doesn't he, look bad. He, he
1: kind of paused that, thinking, "Why are you saying this publicly here, buddy?" Amanda,
0: now Amanda, your husband—I know, I know—he works. Oh
2: my god! Okay, so yeah, there there was a room in our house where we housed all the old electron. Yeah, it's just everywhere because I'm just as guilty. I literally have three laptops sitting in front of me right now my gaming laptop my regular laptop my work laptop plus like we were talking before i can't get rid of my old ones because i'm thinking like i don't know i'm thinking like the zach morris Save by the bell self you remember the, the the cell phone that you used to have before? oh yeah yeah so i'm like one of these days i'm gonna show somebody that i have this item and it's gonna give me some street cred but i i don't know why i keep it i just i love keeping nostalgia i guess i don't know i don't know so yeah so it's all I, over the house
3: I just like fixing them. I like making old. I don't know if it's, I just like making old computers run. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I like getting a computer that I don't know what's wrong with it, whether it's a, a mainboard problem or a hardware problem, or whatever, getting it into my workbench, taking it apart, putting it all back together, making sure it's all correct, figuring out what's wrong with it. Now, I'm not going to do surface level soldering and component swapping. That's, that's mm. a little bit beyond what my knowledge is. Yeah. But, I do like finding workarounds and the internet has been a huge part of that, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be the first one to come across a problem with computers, right? And if I am, well, good for me. I found something that nobody else has had a problem with. It's right. pretty rare these days.
1: That's me. I'm the butt cloud <laughs> thing. Above my head. But I
3: just, I get satisfaction of taking old computers, ripping out components, frankensteining a computer and then okay. playing games on it. Yeah. That's it's, sat- it's satisfying to me. And it's Ever. satisfying to go, well, my brother in law needs a computer or my sister in law needs a computer. Well, I've got one just laying on a shelf. Let me put a new copy of Windows on it, put a solid state drive in it, and ship it off to them. And now they've got a computer that's going to work for them for the next year and a half, two years.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: But most older computers, even on early Pentium architecture, can still run Windows 10 yeah. relatively okay with a yeah. solid state drive. Yes. But you know, I, I've always had this kind of mindset that it was like older hardware is going, the, the, <laughs> the technology is going to get good enough and the math is going to get fast enough yeah. that older architecture is going to still be able to support newer software just because of the way it's working. So do yeah. I need all this stuff? No, probably not. Is it fun to play around with it and just make something work out of pieces and parts? Yes. Yes. And that's
0: what I like. One of the, Well, the crazy things about nostalgia is, you know, we like having this stuff, right? But so, for example, my daughter, Jessica, um, and she's, uh, you know, she's in her late 20s. Uh, she asked me to build her a system. Uh, and she said, can you build me a system so I can play some of those old games? And I thought about it. I thought, well, what games are, is she talking about? And she's talking about Motocross Madness, Midtown Madness, uh, Nightmare Creatures, Doom, Duke Nukem. Some of those games. And so I found a game, A Nightmare Creatures, and I thought, oh yeah, I remember this game. It was so cool, right? So I went ahead and I took the time one night and I built myself a Windows system that would run it. And I remember I get the game installed. It took, I can't even remember what I went through to get it installed. But you finally, because sometimes this hardware doesn't want to work, right? I get it installed. I start playing the game and I'm like, this is the worst graphics ever. <laughs> yeah. but yeah, back then
2: it was great.
0: Pr- so I'm you gonna probably
2: should push- have put it on a retro Pi or something, right? Like a Raspberry Pi now, because we run all that stuff off of that, you know. Yeah, and that's what I was about to tell them I did
1: that with that. With that's exactly what I do with my Pi. I made it a, An <laughs> arcade game system for the kids to be able to play, and gave you know everybody yeah. else their things. But Andy, when you say you know my 20 plus year old daughter wanted games, you're old just yeah. wanted to refresh your memory
3: <laughs> <laughs> so there is wow. a really good website that i I had, I had found it's called great old games gog.com okay. all right and they have licensed a lot of old games and re uh, not reinvented but made them work on new platforms so you have the old diablos you have the old warcrafts you have dooms and you have the Duke Nukem's and the Blake Stones and all of the old Apogee games and all the DOS games that you can download and they'll work with Windows Ten.
0: Now, do they charge
3: you for these games to play? Yeah, you do have to buy them, but they're like the entire Diablo series is like eight bucks.
0: Oh, that's not bad. That was always fun to play too. And it wasn't so, that, game, that wasn't about the graphics in that game, was it?
3: Right, like the Curse of Monkey Island. Oh, I love that game. Three forty nine. You can get it for three forty nine. That was a fun uh, so, game. It's, like when my father-in-law, he enjoyed playing games when he was, uh, you know, when Caitlin was younger, and so he played Doom, he played Diablo 2, he played R- uh, Riven and Mist and all those games. And so when he realized I like technology, he's like, "Hey, how can I get these working on my old computer?" And so he had an old Vista machine. Mm-hmm. They didn't like to work with Vista, right? So I, I we bought him a computer for his his birthday. I put Windows tech out. We bought a copy of Windows 10 and we downloaded all these games for him. We bought them all, downloaded them for him. He's been happy as a clam. He loves it. That's he cool. can spend a little. He spent a little bit of time. Doesn't have to load the discs. Doesn't have to do all that install stuff. And it's been great for him just to sit down, click on it, not have to worry about it not working on an older system or whatever. So How about
0: uh, how about the graphics on these some of these games? Are they are they decent or no, just,
3: they're, just the rem- same? they're not remastered. They're just it's still the original code. It's just been, you know, recreated to work on new architecture.
0: Do you know if they have Rayman on there cuz I used to love I used to love Rayman. Rayman was Wait, a lot let of fun.
3: I mean me Rayman. Did, Probably. Not
0: Ray-Ban. that's the sunglasses. Rayman. <laughs> <laughs>
3: 599 Rayman Forever, Rayman 2, Rayman 3, Rayman Origins. Uh, Yeah, it's all it's all
0: on there. I'm gonna have to give that a shot. Great old games. That's a good one. GOG GOG.
1: You should save that for the the website of the day. (laughs) (laughs) Right? I'm gonna
2: go check that out.
1: Typical Sean. (laughs) Typical Sean giving away the goods before we think about a a way to use it.
0: I think it's funny. (laughs) Now we we, they haven't been able to be open in a while, but we we had a resurgence here in arcades where people could go to the arcades and you know drop quarters. And play some of those old games that, you know, I, I think like if you sit in front of a computer and you're playing a game and the graphics are kind of it's different if you're playing that same game on an arcade stand-up. You, there's Because that's how you remember playing it. But when you're playing it on your new computer and you've been playing some of the coolest games like Call of Duty and some of the other ones with the great graphics on there, your expectation, expectation level is is a little diminished. But when you play them on a stand-up, it's okay. And that's why some of it's these just
1: the, it's the nostalgia, right? It is the nostalgia part of it. Yeah. It's I know the in the Austin, in Texas, your pocket
2: in- and sticking them up there, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right.
1: There, there's a there's a company they call themselves uh, they're called Pinballs, um P I N B A L L Z. And they, they created they have two very large arcade centers that have a ton of pinball machines mm-hmm. and then also regular arcade machines. And they're right off the highway in Texas off of they I mean they bought this old gas station restaurant building. Right off the interstate between Austin and San Antonio, and you're thinking, well, who would go there? And then almost every day that you pass by there on the weekends, you'll see that parking lot full, and you're like,
0: "Well, the one I the get one, it. one here we have here in Tucson called Cobra Arcade. Uh, what they did is they turned it into a nightclub. So you would go in, you could have beverages. You are you'd go in at night. You can't take the kids with you, but they would have games that adults remembered playing, and you know that was the whole thing. And then music playing and the whole bit and it just made it fun, a fun experience. I
2: mean, yeah, as long as they play like '80s music, that'd be
0: cool. <laughs> exactly. There, uh,
3: in, we went to Chicago <laughs> when my when my wife's sister lived in Chicago, and there's a bar there called Headquarters, and it's you you pay a five dollar cover, right? And you walk in, and it's just wall to wall arcade machines, pinball machines, you name it, and they're all free to play.
0: Oh, now that's cool. I like that. So you pay a so cover. You,
3: yeah, you pay a cover, you walk in, but, you know, they have a bar and a restaurant, and you can just go there, you can drink, you can eat, you can play pit games all night long, and, man, was that a good time.
0: This past week, though, kind of a groundbreaking week in history. Third, let's see if any of you can guess what, what it is. 13 years ago, this week, this went on sale for 500 bucks. The very first one. The iPod. No, not the iPod. PlayStation 4. Not the PlayStation 4. Not Wait, the iTouch.
1: How many years ago? 15? 13. 13. Oh, the PS3. Nope, not the PS3. Dang it.
0: Not the iTouch. Not the iPod. Not the PS3. Not the PS4. The iPhone? iPhone. The iPhone. Can you give us a hint? The oh very God. first iPhone. iPhone. Really? Yeah, and it went for uh, 500 bucks. But here's the thing. Back then, if you wanted to take a picture, and I forgot about this because I remember having the very first iPhone. You would always carry a digital camera with you because even though it had a camera on it, it only did 480 by 320. That was it. So if you wanted to take that print and make it even better, and get a better you couldn't i mean that was it it was for taking are
1: you, are you seriously telling me in 2007 was the first iphone
0: doesn't it seem like it was a lot longer ago wow.
1: you, i feel like it would be like the late 90s what what were we rolling with oh we had those emerson or ericsson's in those he uh, mm-hmm. had the
0: Razor, the
1: motorola
3: Razor. the Razor,
2: the motorola you, Razor had, the, you had the sidekick mm-hmm. you had the blueberry right? blackberry, blackberry. (laughs) Blackberry. 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 Blackberry.
0: (laughs) Blueberry was an off brand. (laughs) (laughs) The best you could do with that was 480 by 320. And it wasn't until they started coming out with the other technology. I remember going out and buying the, the iPod touch. I remember I thought, and I think I still have the iPod touch.
2: I have mine. Yeah. It's in a drawer.
0: Yeah. Does it work? It probably doesn't work anymore. The battery just eventually just went kaput.
2: I haven't even plugged it in. It doesn't work with my Bose. I had one of those Bose speakers that you plug it into. Mm-hmm. And I don't even have the little adapter that you need to stick in, in there anymore. So I don't know.
0: The other day I found my uh, Sprint a few years ago. Uh, they called us towards the end of the year and they said, Hey guys, we're raiding our closet. We're just getting rid of stuff. You guys want anything? And I'm like, you don't tell a techie, do you guys want anything? And they uh, honestly sent me the my very own uh, it is the um, the Samsung Galaxy Six Plus. Uh, Slick, who was doing the show, got a tablet. I don't remember what Justin got. And they were just giving them away. They said we're getting rid of this stuff. So who wants it? You know. And so yeah. So the other day I powered the phone up because I kept getting a notice from Samsung saying they were going to delete my account because I haven't logged in in over a year. So I logged in and I found all these pictures from some of the TV segments and um I, and some really great sons those. I'll tell you what, the, the Android Galaxy devices, they take some great photos. They really do. I was like looking at these pictures, and they're a couple of years old. I'm thinking, these mm-hmm. this is really some good stuff. But yeah, like oh, I,
2: yeah I miss good I miss 20 my is old, really good.
0: Yeah.
1: I miss my old Nextel direct connects. I swear I think that's still the best phone systems that there ever were. I don't remember those see, ones. Uh, that,
2: <laughs> oh,
1: yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the construction guys, right? Nextel. So when we were when i was traveling back and forth with california and we were doing the computer stuff we were still living in cali the i we went ahead and opened up a commercial account and got 10 phones 10 numbers yes our kids at 9 years old had x <laughs> Next tells. So you wouldn't have Next to call tells. him. It's, it's like a walkie-talkie. No, it's walkie-talkie. But yeah. I'm yeah. in California and the family's in Texas and if I wanted to find out or if they just wanted to ask me a question real quick, you didn't have to actually make the phone call and then feel like you had to have the obligatory, how you doing? Uh, yeah, it's great hearing from you. You didn't even have to say I love you. You just got to say, hey, what's up? Okay, bundled. And you felt like you were... I felt more connected with that than I do even with the cell phone today. So if they could give me my smartphone with the direct connect, just like straight up walkie-talkie instead of me having to actually dial... And do all the the you know you don't feel like you have to have a phone call because you're walkie talking. So
3: Apple, do that, like, Apple tried to do yeah,
1: they tried, they tried. Apple tried to do that with
3: the watch. The and watch was the, their was, Apple watch. So on my on my watch, I have an application called Walkie Talkie. Mm-hmm. Right, I can press it, go to my contacts, find somebody else that has an Apple watch. You have to have an has to be Apple watch to Apple watch, right? But you can press it and it'll send a voice message to the other person and it sounds just like the next time burp, burp, and it pops up on your watch and it plays the audio message.
0: Oh, that's the trip. Now it's somebody, you know, right? It wasn't like, do you remember? Yeah, Airdrop? No, it's
3: it, We tried it at work when I, <laughs> when I bought my Apple watch, <laughs> yeah. my coworker and I were like, Oh, we both have Apple watches, but it's just Apple Watch, right? It was.
1: It's not the same thing. It's recording a MP and a wave file and shooting it across. This but it felt, it
3: felt the same. That's what I I'm trying to no,
1: say. Don't, no, 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 no.
0: <laughs> I remember... Don't
1: ruin my don't ruin my memorabilia moment with my children in the in the next tail blue bloop, bloop with your wave sending to another friend on an Apple Watch to watch. Which I, you know. I hate Apple.
0: I remember when we were going to the Consumer Electronics Show and uh, Carol used to do the show with us was in a car behind us and we would uh we had what we went and bought walkie-talkies and i remember it uh, was at the show somebody said why don't you get yourself nextel and i don't know huh and then uh, i found out about it i thought oh that would have been cool because then it wouldn't have been like a walkie-talkie system
3: yeah on our trip i have small little coleman two-way radios one in my parents motorhome one in my truck it's so much easier than relying on a text message or relying on a phone call, especially when you don't have any service. Right. Or you run out of gas.
1: Oh, yeah. We had that conversation. Remember he thought he could do the whole quarter tank thing or left? Yeah. Yeah, he trailer? Did. Oh, yeah. That was. Sorry, I didn't mean to bring that back up. Well, no, now they have,
0: they have something. They have something. It's not, I'm not going to say it's similar. But now uh, on the Amazon devices, the Alexa devices, they have a drop-in feature, which is kind of cool. So if you want to send a quick message to somebody that's at home and say you're at work, you can just log into the app and you can, if they're connected, you can send a message and uh, Alexa will actually give that message. So you don't have to bother calling. You could just say, don't forget to take your cheese. (laughs) And it will say, (laughs) Andy says, don't forget to take your cheese. So you don't have to, you know, to make a phone call. You just send it as a text message and it will drop in that notification. That's kind of a cool feature. Some people don't even know about that feature available for your Alexa devices, which uh, I think is kind of cool.
2: Though, it, have you used it before? Oh because yeah. Because I'm wondering like, Sometimes I'll ask a question and she's like, I don't know. Let me look at Google or something. And oh. I don't know. I use it for a shopping list. That's what my Alexa does. Yeah,
0: I'm, I'll <laughs> be honest with you. Um, I have used Google Home Assistant and on that Android device, the Samsung Galaxy phone that has the mm-hmm. Assistant on there. Um, I loved it. I absolutely love it. Because when you ask it for something and you say, hey, can," you, it will give you that info. Instead, mm-hmm. I, found, uh, I found it might say, well, you can look this up on the web, or it, you know, never gave me the right answer. Right. And I, the same right. with Siri. I found that the home assistant was was better on the Google. So I I think the Google Home assistant works a little better in your searches than the Amazon Alexa devices. But you yeah. know, we we're we're kind of an Alexa family. I don't know. Uh, Sean has I it know. gotten yeah. into no, that
3: yet? I have no smart dev- No smart Alexas. No, I disabled Siri. I, all that wow. stuff. I I don't want a smart home
0: you even now, disabled siri yeah i don't i just How about cortana you don't use cortana disabled.
3: at disabled i hate them i don't yeah. i don't like them i know that they still technically listen even though they're disabled uh, but the i don't want a smart enabled house i don't need a smart enabled house now there are we've talked about this before we talked about it at christmas i am willing to get a smart thermostat but I don't want it to be able to text me when it gets above a certain temperature. I don't care. I just want to be <laughs> able to, I just want to be able to open the app, program it and say, Caitlin goes to work at 7. AM. You can turn the te- you know, turn the AC off until six o'clock or whatever. Like I want to be able to do a little bit of control, but yeah. not let it be creepy. Like Justin's house where it's like, he walks into the upstairs and it starts redirecting cool air upstairs because he's up there. Oh, Eric just yeah. moved in his bed, so now we need to cool his room off, you know? I don't that's too much. But don't I don't you, need that level of connectivity. See, you- I
2: love it. I love my I have two nests right Sorry, I'm gonna plug nest, but I have two. I have one upstairs and one downstairs. And I love it because if I'm sitting upstairs and I'm like, it's hot in here, I don't have to get up and go do that. I can just go, okay, turn it down or turn the auto off or whatever. But it does. Like when you're walking by, it'll notice. Oh, you're home. You're here. Right. You know. But I see I don't it. know. I guess
0: I like it because, uh, I like, it. I like it because I can be in bed, and if I hear something, I go, "Oh, let me look at the cameras." I don't have to leave the bed. I can yeah. just say, "Oh, let's see now, what's going on."
3: So uh, let me let me rephrase my my anxiety about <laughs> uh, uh, a smart home. I like having the security cameras. I like that kind of stuff. I just don't need the. I walk in the front door and it's mood lighting upstairs or it's the lights come on in the kitchen and it's like, I can push a switch.
0: You'll fall down the rabbit hole. <laughs> Once you get that thermostat, you're going to go, Oh, this is convenient. Yeah. Let let me try yeah, this. And
3: maybe that's why I haven't got it yet because I'm terrified. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> then
1: you'll it's already have, happened, Sean. You're just denying it.
2: Then you'll have all the Hue, the Phillips Hue lights and everything all sync together too at the same time. Oh,
0: I used to, I didn't go that far. I did get the plugs so that way I can turn on, you know, a light. Uh, I'm, or- I'm going to go all the way.
1: I'm going all the way. Yeah, yeah. I'm even going to put it in the mirror of the bathroom. Let's just go at it. Let's just, see, let's I- just live life. I have friends. <laughs> I have my,
0: I have some friends that only got into technology in the last few years. Matter of fact, I gave him his first, um, uh, uh, Amazon Echo device and he threw it in a drawer. He wasn't going to use it. Well, they moved and now see they have cameras in their bathroom. And yeah. that just makes me kind of like.
1: I was at a public restaurant and they had. A, they were idiots. They, they bought one of those. Right, so, you know how you been. I don't know if they do it in the female's bathroom, but the men's bathroom at some of these sports bars, you walk up at, to the urinal and they got the TV behind the glass, right? So you can sit there uh-huh. and watch the show. They had one of them stupid ones that had the built in camera and they didn't even notice it. And I'm sitting there going, You idiots mounted one that has a built in camera?
0: Yeah, that's not good. That's not good.
1: Like, even though it's behind a smoked glass. I told the manager, I'm like, you do realize that TV has a camera on it, right? And he's like, no, we were, they were just put in by our suppliers. I was like, do you realize the model number? Check it out. It has a small little camera up there. Next time I came in, the glass was completely frosted. Uh, they had frosted it and actually had taped. All they did was put black tape over the, the, t- the, the, yeah. the, the things, but they also made the glass uh, more defined, super tight.
0: One of the companies I work for, they sent me a company laptop. When I'm working on it, I cover the lens. Uh, only because I just don't want anybody looking at me that I don't know is looking at me because they're able to dial into the computer. So I do cover it just to be safe. Yeah, yeah I'm so, guilty of that. Yeah, I'm guilty of that. Well, you know, I think uh, that's why when it comes to camera placement, I always say exterior, uh, front and rear, side. If you wanted to do the side of the house as well, um, and walkways like like uh, maybe the TV room. I have one in the TV room. I have one in our dining room, uh, the living room, but not the bedrooms and not the not the bathrooms.
1: Entryways, entryways on the outside, of the inside of the home. All you need to see is the door in and out. Yeah. You need to see them coming in and out. That's it.
3: So, else? Uh, WiseCam uh, announced their outdoor wireless camera recently.
0: Oh, really? That's pretty. And cool. And they've
3: had they've had over sixty one thousand pre-orders. For
0: now, what it. are they selling those for? Because they're a lot cheaper than the Nest. And I the believe canary. they
3: are. I believe it was like forty-eight dollars. I Look think. That. Let me see. Oh, 49, oh wow. Forty-nine. Forty-nine ninety-nine, plus shipping.
0: Wow, yeah, that's, that's pretty good. Like crazy. Uh, uh, now, how do yeah, they get their power?
3: Is can it, you
2: integrate so, that? Like, can you integrate battery. that with something else that you already have?
3: You uh-huh. can integrate it with uh, uh, Alexa and the other smart hubs and things like that. But uh, the Wise they have their own app that integrates. Like, I have the Wise version twos, um, and they're great. But it's, uh, I'll send this link in the chat, but it's two 2,600 milliamp hour integrated rechargeable batteries that say it can last for three to six months based on normal usage. And normal usage to them is 10 to 20 event videos recorded per day.
1: You know, though, if they're saying that they're, they come stock with rechargeable batteries, then there's a way to plug in a solar panel right below the oh, camera. Yep. Oh, yeah, absolutely, 100%. Yep.
3: Yeah, yep. I
0: got my yeah. kids the Arlo, and the thing is, once the battery's drained on the Arlo, because the same thing, three to six months. Do you think they've cut in the ladder and climbed up there and changed the batteries?
2: No, no.
0: <laughs> they just okay. don't work anymore. That was anymore. the whole purpose <laughs> of getting
2: the solar panel for the rings and stuff, because you know it's not. We're not going to get up there and do it.
0: No, most people, I think, just uh, forget it, and then just get another system. Next thing you know, you got cameras yeah. everywhere. I don't know. Have you guys been watching a lot of stuff online? Have you? Have you been doing a lot of YouTube viewing? And if so, yep. like, what are you watching?
3: Uh, I've been stealing my in-laws' YouTube TV.
1: Dude, you've not been stealing anything. You've been gifted you've been, the opportunity gifted. to view your family's <laughs> shows. Yes. Sean.
0: For our listeners that are cord cutters, uh, let me ask you, would you recommend YouTube TV?
3: Yes. Yes, hands down.
2: I've never used I've got everything else. And under the sun, and I've, I've honestly never used YouTube TV. I don't know if there's something that it would replace. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess this is your opportunity to kind of tell me.
3: <laughs> so, it, it, before, right before Christmas, my in laws said, We want to cut cable. We don't want cable. We have the receiver upstairs, we have a receiver in the living room, we have a receiver in the dining room. We just, we're paying an absurd amount of money for cable, and we're only watching a handful of channels. What solution can you provide us that will give us basic your basic local news channels plus you know the home you know the stuff that my mother-in-law likes to watch for and then the stuff that my father-in-law likes to watch. What's the biggest lineup you can provide So we tried to do the antenna at their house
0: mm-hmm.
3: not really in a good position can't really get it on the roof didn't work right So we had to go through and find out which provider, had the local news channels sling their solution is we will send you a tv antenna so you can get the local channels
0: right
3: hulu live didn't have all of the available locals who else did we try to um... but youtube tv just had the best lineup plus they had all the locals um and you get it on your phone you get it on any device any number of devices in your house so they had they have fire sticks on all their TVs in their house and they get it that's how they get it.
0: I've been thinking about dropping Hulu cuz I, I don't watch anything on it. The one show that I want to watch that I've I haven't seen is is A Handmaid's Tale. People say that's good.
3: We get our Hulu through our Disney Plus subscription, which but, also includes ESPN Plus, which gives us the ability to watch some of the sports stuff that I particularly have to care about because they pay me to care about it at work. They have been super happy with YouTube TV.
0: Well, but- okay. I've got something for you. And this, this, I guess this can serve as a website of the week for you. Something to watch. You guys know who Kevin James is? Paul Blart mall cop. He's King of Queens. That's Kevin James. Broadway is looking rather perplexed. Now you're picturing him now, right? <laughs> he has been going and doing these short little films that are amazing. He does one called the sound guy and it's him using technology to put them in movies and he interacts with them. Like he's a sound guy on the set of the movie, but now he's doing short films too stuff. That's like three, four minutes long. He just did one this past week called looking for my grandma's bird. Sean, I think you would love this because it's a story about a guy who, you know, loved his grandma, his grandma no longer with us. So he goes and he starts looking for his grandma's bird, but it's really about the dangers of what happened when you look for your grandma's bird. (laughs) And it's very funny. So (laughs) Uh, if you're looking for a three-minute short little video, it's on YouTube. Uh, I recommend following Kevin James. He's been putting up some really great stuff up there. So
3: Yeah, he, he put it up
0: three days ago. That's yeah, awesome. so I definitely recommend watching oh, that one. Yeah. That's all we have for this week's Tech Talk Radio. Thanks, everybody, for being here. Again, happy 4th of July for everybody listening. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Tech Talk Radio. Take care.